When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. Hey, everybody. Happy hump day. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. Wow, Steve, I am impressed with what you're about to say. Oh, I don't think it should be too surprising. I went out. It was a Tuesday night. I, I, I go out. I go out. I don't stay in Chaska all the time wow. and watch my trees grow. I get out and I get about. Unbelievable. You went out for a 745 movie, right? Seven. 7 p.m. Seven. Oh, I was told it was 745. Okay. You needed to be there by 645. Okay. In the middle of the day yesterday, you know, we always get these emails. You probably get them too, unless it's another list that you've been blacklisted from I think I've due been blacklisted. to lewd behavior. Right. One time uh, and you're labeled for life. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I look into my email inbox and I see an email that I get every week from this lovely woman named Claire. Okay. And Claire sends out this screenings email like, hey, here are some movies that are coming out. Here's where the screenings are. Her emails have been coming to my inbox for, it feels like a very long time. Hmm. And I just, you know, I just don't open them because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stay put. I'm going to stay put. Yeah, I'm not going to go anywhere. This week, though. We've been talking so much about Barbie and Oppenheimer, both big movies coming out on Friday, both of decidedly different tones. Uh-huh. And I was like, huh, I think the Barbie thing already happened. Uh, is, is Oppenheimer screening? I opened my email. I didn't get that email. And it says a screening for last night, 7 o'clock. I see this email. It's probably around 4 o'clock. Okay. 4 p.m., Donna. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought, you know, could I get a babysitter quick? And could I go and see this movie? So then I reach out to my nephew, say, hey, can you watch the kids tonight? He says, yes, I can. Then I reach out to, uh, to Claire, the, the movie screener emailer lady, the, the, the Wizard of Oz, and said, hey, do you have two tickets left by any chance? Hmm. And she says, you know what? I do. So then I decide I'm going to do this. I go out to my wife and I say, listen. She was in the middle. She was trying to book a, uh, a birthday party for our son. Aww. She's in the in the phone mode of like, all right, I got to book this. And who's the other person that we're inviting? Blah, 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 blah. I said, I need to ask you about something right now. Your story's too long already. Do you want to go and see a movie that's going to be three hours long tonight? It's a movie that I know nothing about outside of the fact that it has to do with the, the building of the atomic bomb. And she said, we should go see a movie. So, boom, we go, we see a movie, we get there. I cannot give you any form of a review of Oppenheimer until 11 a.m. Central today, which is when the embargo is lifted. You know, the studio, 
Christopher Nolan, all of them, they always strategically determine a time that you can start to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That time is at 11 a.m. today. So at 11, I will give a very spoiler-free, no spoiler, review, well, commentary thoughts of Oppenheimer. It's history. Yeah, I, yes I and no. Yes and no. Okay. I okay. mean, okay. there are things that, other elements that, are in the story. Gotcha. Um, so anyway, we'll talk about that spoiler free at eleven o'clock. But I get there and I get texted from DJ Rock Lobster. He clumps right before he clumps. Yeah. He sends a picture to Julia and uh, Julia Cops and me and says, "Sarge and I will see you there." And for longtime listeners of the show, you'll remember that when Donna Rocco and I decided we would see a blockbuster together in the theaters last year, Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Rocco invited a friend and we were like well that's not cool what are you doing this is like team bonding he's like hey by the way sarge is going to be there we'll fast forward to the fact that sarge becomes one of our best friends Mm. he's an electrician who likes to have a good time and he was there at the movie (laughs) stole some of rocco's popcorn at one point uh during top gun maverick but now we had a bond with sarge we ate at that asian restaurant at the uh, eden prairie center that recently closed oh yeah we had a good time remember sarge Yeah, love Sarge. Sarge was there last All night. Right. I go in. What are you yelling at me for? I felt like, you know, I never go anywhere. And so I felt like I was at like the radio version of the Golden Globes. I get inside and I <laughs> just see there. all of these people. I was like, well, there's yeah. Rocco. There's my freaking blockbuster buddy, Sarge. Yep. What's up, Sarge? Uh, Julia comes in. Yeah. Uh, and then I see a uh, uh, former Channel 5 employee, Rusty Gatenby, comes over. Oh, sure. And says hello. I think Mark Rosen was there uh, as well. Well, turns out, Mark, how, why do you know that he was there? I know things. I didn't realize that he was in our row until the end. I had to scooch past at one point and go, you know, take a tinkle break. And I was like, wow, that guy at the end has long legs. It's going to be tricky getting past him. <laughs> I realized after the fact that it is the living legend that is Mark Rosen. Yeah. I, I did not get an opportunity to say hello. I felt shy as I walked past him. I thought, oh, I don't sure. need to do the full introduction of like, you probably don't know me. But but anyway, yeah. So you got Rosie over there. Then I get in and uh, uh, Hutch from KS95 is chatting it up with my wife. You know, he's a talker. And so he's talking it up with her. I get a text from my phone from Jason that says, Turn around. And then I turn around and I'm searching rows behind. There he is, middle of the theater. Jason's up there. Look over at Dave Ryan sitting on the corner there. This was a smorgasbord. This is part of the reason I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> because Rocco texted me around 4 o'clock and yeah, said, yeah, do yeah. you want to go? And I'm like, you know what? Ask me another time when it's a matinee. Less sought for, after movie. For a movie that's an hour long. Yeah, right, yes. right. I get it. I wasn't going to go out until 10 o'clock. Who does that? Uh, well, I was thinking of Jason and Dave Ryan. I was thinking of these morning show guys. Yeah. I'm like, wow, they're going to have to like go home, try to fall asleep quick because the alarm goes off not too long uh, afterward. But, you know, since I so very rarely go out anywhere yeah. and I am so very not well connected in this market with other people. Right. You know, and I am. And you're very well connected with them. Yes. And I don't really want to see all those people in one place at the same time unless it's my wedding whereas i wish <laughs> are you making an announcement no i wish that i had a little more time um to just chit chat and, and say hello to some people that i sure. recognize and was like oh i want to go say hi to them but then boom the you're, movie yeah, starts you're watching a movie there's no time for that everybody see, gets out of dodge right after right and i would feel pressure to visit with people after the movie when i want to be in bed Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you took one for the team. How was the movie? Just at eleven o'clock. Yes or no? I, at eleven o'clock, Donna. 
You're not going to get me blacklisted. Just because you've been blacklisted from this media invite list doesn't mean that you're going to bait me into getting blacklisted. All right, that's fine. I I, I am looking at all the upcoming movies, so uh, maybe we should do one together. Maybe I like a little matinee. I'm down with that matinee thing. And it's usually at... um, they do a lot of these screenings up in St. Louis Park. Your old stopping yes, grounds. Yes, the West End. The That's West End. great. Uh, Southdale's great for me, This too. one was in Southdale, That's and I liked perfect. it. And I do it uh, after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Have a review. I've updated my rankings of movie recliners. Oh, okay. And the AMC Southdale. I experienced that last night, and I okay. will give you my review of their recliner. At Excellent. 30. Well, look at the time. We gots to go. Okay. I don't know what's coming up because I don't have the show uh, uh, in front of me. Well, how about this? We got a lot of stuff coming up today. 1130, Whose Voice Is It Anyway? We'll play that. Hope that you play along. 1030, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 930 today. Uh, uh, the rumor mill regarding Harry and Megan. Yeah. And not good. Yeah. So we'll let you know what some of the uh, the tabloids seem to be saying regarding that. But when we come back, uh, kind of a fun list of what some celebrities bought. When they got their first big paycheck. And there's Powerball craze right now, so yes. maybe we can all channel. What would we buy if we won Powerball, which has its next drawing tonight, I believe? Yes, I just got my tickets. All right, we'll get into all that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm-hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my mental any questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, it's Wednesday, so that means we get to play our fun game coming up at 1130. It's called Whose Voice Is It Anyway? And it is, uh, it, we, we play a celebrity voice out of context, given one generic clue at a time. Mm-hmm. And then we have to name that tune style, bit against one another. I can name that voice in 10 seconds. Well, I can name it in seven. And then whoever goes lowest gets an opportunity, but it's one and done. You get to hear it for however many seconds you ask for. And that's that's it. it. There are no repeats. No replays. That's right. it. And so we have a few rounds of that. That's today at 1130. I, I wonder how many people play it, play along at home and how good they are. I uh, I killed it last week, too. Did you really? Oh, I did. This uh, You're winning this game against me by several wins. Because I'm better than you. Well, the bidding, <laughs> there's a real strategy involved here, too. This is a game where bravado can get the best of you. That is true. And so that I... That is true. I feel like most of the time I want to one-up you and I'll probably win the bidding two times out of three in a given game. Yes. And then if you if you don't know, you get one shot and you can hear it and it's bugging you. It's in your head, You're but like, you can't know, get it out of your mind. I know, it's the guy with the thing. What are you going to do? Oh, what are you going to do, do? I don't know. What are you going to do? Anyway. Um, okay, so I came across this list. I thought it was really fun. Um what some celebrities bought with their first big paycheck. 
And I'm, I'm like, tell me what you think of these. Okay, let's okay. start with first big splurge. Jennifer Aniston. Okay, now this is cool. She bought a used Mercedes okay. that turned out to be a lemon. Should have got the new one, Jen. Should have got the new one. Um, Emma Watson bought a Prius, a laptop, and then she took her dad on a trip to Tuscany. Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah, I like that. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. Harpo. She bought fluffy Ralph Lauren towels. Oh. <laughs> Sweet. They are kind of expensive, I have to say. But I love that stuff. Hmm. Makes uh, yeah, those good are, pillows, like too. Little simple luxury. See, these are people who aren't going to go broke. That's right. People like Oprah. Yeah. Uh, Aquafina bought a Gucci handbag and audio editing and composing software. Tom Cruise. Now listen to this. What a guy, huh? Tom Cruise paid for his one sister's college education, and then he bought his other sister a car. That's nice. That's really nice. Cardi B. Mm. And she bought a watch. No. Stallone, he bought a dog. Really? Well, he bought his dog back. Whoa. He had a dog named Ransom? Buckus. Well, he previously sold his dog when he was desperate for money. And then Buckus uh, ended up co-starring with him in the first two Rocky movies. So he bought him back. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I remember Buckus from Rocky. I don't. Really? What kind of dog? Like big dog. Like bulldog? Big, uh, not bulldog. Like big, uh, big, big meaty dog. Big meaty dog. Meaty dog. Yeah, bulldog. he's in a meaty dog. No, but not bulldog. Bulldog's low to the ground. Oh, tall dog. Big, tall dog. I remember it looking like a lab mix. Like some just kind of like mutt lab mix. Uh, no, he's... It can't be a mix if you bought oh, it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, bull mastiff. Oh, wow. Big meaty dog. That Big meaty dog. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Selena Gomez bought a Louis Vuitton laptop bag. Joe Carey, or Joe, yeah, Joe Carey from Stranger Things. Yeah. He went home to Chicago and bought a Chicago hot dog. There you go. <laughs> if you want to see the whole list, you can go to BuzzFeed. Thank you. What would you get if, uh, if you won Powerball tonight? There's a $1 billion drawing. So what's the first splurge? I would pay my mortgage off okay. immediately. Okay. Now, and that's what immediately came to mind for me. I was thinking about this on the way in. You pay the mortgage off. You just, boom, you're yep. just free and clear from everything. Yep. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yep, yep, yep. Except Next. your taxes and your insurance. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I blew up. Okay. Those won't right. be a problem okay, if you fun. are a billionaire. All right. Okay. All right. Um, especially if you go with the Canopy Group. All right, moving on. I would buy Louis Vuitton luggage. Oh, really? I was wondering if luggage was going to come up on this peculiar list. No, it didn't. What what do you love about Louis Vuitton luggage? I just, I like the look of the product. And I, I I would also buy a handbag. Thank you. A big one. Big thousands of dollars. You already have a very big handbag. I know, but I want a Louis Vuitton very big handbag. Is Louis your I your, love Louis your brand crush? I, I just like the accessories. I'm not like I don't want to wear the clothing. Let me look at some stuff here. Okay. Yeah. See, it just looks clean and pretty and expensive. I love it. Yeah. That's interesting. Three thousand dollars for this little bag. Huh. That is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a billionaire, right? You could have you anything win Powerball you want, and you win a billion dollars. And then I would buy a beach house. What would you do? The first weird thing after paying off the mortgage is I would want to hire a daily hair washer. <laughs> So, what does that mean? When you, you know when you get your hair washed at the salon? Yes. How glorious that feels, the hot water, the scalp massage, the hot towel around your face. Let's condition you now, rinse again with hot water. Every day that is I would the weirdest want thing I've access ever heard. to someone washing my hair, okay. a professional, and an in-house on-call masseur or masseuse. Well, let's not stop there. What else are we going to do? How about a driver? I hate driving. I'd take a driver. I would take a driver, too. Yeah, a driver would be, would be nice. Yeah. But I don't know. If you were going up to Target, and you'd still go to Target if you were a billionaire, right? They're everywhere. Yeah. It's comfortable. It feels like home. I wouldn't want to call Jeeves to drive me Why not? up to Target. Why? I don't know. It would just feel like... Uh, it just feels a bit much. It feels a lot like a lot. Not to me. Thank you. What if you could chopper everywhere? That would be nice, too. If you could skip right over traffic? I would do it. I have a fear of helicopters. You do? I've never been in a helicopter. Oh, my God. They're so fun. (laughs) That's what I've been told. Really? Yeah. Just a few weeks ago, I had a chance to go up in a helicopter, and I was like, you know, I don't think so. Really? Really, Donna. They feel scary to me. Like light? They're too light? It feels like if a helicopter goes down, mm-hmm. there is a zero chance of survival. That's what it feels like in my head. Probably. I just feel nervous about them. Mm. But if I lived in a high traffic state and I could chopper in and skip over traffic that way, if I was still going in to, to work, which I don't anticipate. Nor do I. Um, maybe get a flying car. Now, that is not possible i don't think just yes. yet okay but maybe in due time uh is that how kobe bryant died kobe it was bryant a helicopter passed away in a helicopter crash and he actually did he started commuting his final few years as a laker 
in a helicopter because the traffic was crazy. He right. lived further south than L.A. Actually, pretty brilliant. It was it was it was really great. And so, of course, that awful day yeah. when the conditions got bad and they didn't have visibility. And um, but but otherwise, you know, it's hard to set a tragedy like that to the side. But statistically, I think they would say helicopters extremely safe. But that didn't help my fear of helicopters. I'll tell you okay. that. Gotcha. So, anyway. All right. Let's take off. Uh, no, 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 no. We no, have two no, and a half hours. Back. All right. Uh, little Harry and Megan news from the rumor mill. We'll tell you about it next. What's up? What is, what is up? Okay, sorry about that. Came in a little late there, huh? Well, we like to keep people guessing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. Um, okay, there is a rumor about Harry and Megan breaking up. If you can believe it. Now, listen, we've been criticizing the tabloids lately, but they've been right. It's particularly on breakup stuff. Correct. So they've been coming a lot. So Radar Online is saying that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are having issues and they're taking some time apart to figure things out. A quote unquote source is saying that they're trying to figure out what hit them. Harry doesn't fit in Meghan's tacky Tinseltown world, and he needs to find himself. And they're also under um, a lot of financial pressure to fund their lifestyle. And that, coupled with their emotional issues, has likely made life a living hell. This is coming from page six. So, I mean... The Tinseltown quote made me feel less confident yeah, in the source right because it started to feel a little too alliterative tacky tinseltown life maybe they took the liberty of using that yeah i would say so what does tinseltown even mean it, hollywood yeah i know right? that but like what does it mean superficially glamorous okay so like tinsel superficially sure. glamorous shiny but cheap there is an insider who's close to the couple which makes me believe that you need to find new friends, Harry and Meghan, um, that assures page six that, um, oh, any speculation of a breakup is untrue. But um, he is staying in another apartment. Hmm. And he's getting ready to go to Africa for a new Netflix documentary. Now, here's the thing. Yes. They're having money troubles. Well, okay. why do they, why doesn't she just go back to acting? She, they, they left the royal family, right? It's not like he can't be married to an act, a working actress. Right. I don't know if she wants to do that. I also, I don't know. I feel there might be other ways to solve whatever the, the money problems are. I don't know what these money problems are. I know they, have, they live in a really expensive $14 million place in Montecito. They might have sold it. That's another Oh, really? Uh, speculation. Yeah, they sold their mansion and he was living in another place. Huh. Mhm. Yeah, I uh I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know if she wants to act. I don't everything they have they do right now has to be so calculated. Right. It would be exhausting. Wouldn't you just want to be like, okay. That's not. Yeah. Yeah, I, because that's a very strategic thing. Because then there's a narrative that would come with Meghan Markle acting again. Sure, there would be 
this narrative that comes along with that. It feels like it would just be really tiresome. But I feel like if I had to say credible or incredible, I would say incredible for this. Hmm. Okay. I like what you did there. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. What would you say? I would say where there's smoke, there's fire. I think there's something to it, but what marriage doesn't have problems? Here's the thing that uh, jumped out to me. Do you know who Bill Simmons is? Yeah. A sports podcaster? Yeah. Um, He's also one of Spotify's most senior executives, I guess. He called the two of them bleeping grifters (laughs) in the wake of their canceled contract. And that um, they really haven't, they didn't have any great content for their podcast, which got canceled. Sure. That was a $20 million deal. And they just didn't have any great ideas for the, for the show, for the podcast. So Harry and Megan, bye-bye. So uh, I think that's what they were counting on. For money. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have their Netflix deal. Yes. I just want to backtrack. Technically, if we're if we're sourcing and determining how, what kind of confidence you're putting in the the there on the rocks story, mm-hmm. it was page six was quoting a radar online report. Okay. So, in my limited following of these tabloidy sites, I feel like radar online less reliable. I'd feel a little better about if it was in. Original, TMZ. well, TMZ for sure. I mean, TMZ. Yeah. I feel like they yeah. they break the news, um, but Radar Online eh, more of a grain of salt than I would if it was it had originated as a Page Six story. Not that Page Six right. is you know right, right, right about to get the Pulitzer Prize. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I have another story I would like to share with you. Okay, Donna. So, did you watch Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero? Peripherally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love the show. I uh, was reading an article about um, how Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth, they have a podcast. And they were saying that they wished that Shannon Doherty had stayed on the show longer. So there's always been these rumors about Shannon Doherty and being difficult to work with and things like that. Well, I guess when, remember when they got back together and did that, remake yeah or whatever that was kind of kind of good actually with the all-new cast is that the one you're talking about No, i'm talking about them they did some kind of reunion they didn't do a remake they did a a reunion anyway um tori spelling admitted that things may have ended differently if the show had maybe taken a break she Mm. says i wish that brenda would have stayed on the show Definitely, but I don't know where they were going to go with her character. Um, so now, um, oh my God, I'm losing my train of thought. Shannon Doherty basically said, here's the deal. Somebody was mad that I had showed, shown up late, but nobody asked me why. Like people were like saying, you know, like, oh, she gets to come late. She's like, my dad was in the hospital. Nobody asked me Mm. about that. She was like, I was in a terrible marriage and I was late another time, but nobody ever asked me like how I was doing or Mm. what's going on. And she said, now that they're older, it doesn't matter. You know, she's like, we're all good. Everything's fine. But it's not until you're kind of looking at things 
in the rear view mirror. Sure. Where you can be like, you know what? It was what it was. We're not not friends. That whole thing. So I just thought that was interesting. I never knew what the story was behind the scenes because nobody ever talked about it. And Shannon Doherty says there was never a sit down like, hey, let's talk about this. It's just that we're in a different place now. And you start over. And there you go. So the reunion show okay. was, ba- this was a scripted show based on their real life actor like the, the the actual people, correct? Like it was a break the fourth wall. Yes. And this was a st- almost like curb your enthusiasm ish style of like. Yes. It wasn't. Uh, it, it would have been like Jason Priestley as Jason Priestley acknowledging that he was in Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. I believe correct? so. Okay. Yes. Because there was a nine hundred two one zero spinoff as well years before on the CW. You remember that? Melrose Place? No, no, no. No, I mean 90210. I watched that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, you remember that? Yeah. So that was a spinoff or a remake? It was a... That's a good question. It's like a super fiction version of the original. Huh. It's it's just done more like a CW sitcom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or drama, I guess. Okay. Oh, and it Got was it. just called 90210, not Beverly Hills. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that funny? We'll always know that zip code if you got to mail something. You really will. Right? Yeah. You got a friend in Beverly Hills, you're just going to go, okay, 90210, don't have to look it up. That'd be nice to have a friend in Beverly Hills. You ever you ever get a little caught up when they uh, ask you random things like, that you weren't expecting somebody to come at you and ask you a question about your your zip code or um, something biographical information about yourself, and then they ask you and you have to you're take like, a second. And you're like, hey, yeah, like I don't know. Um, and like every zip code that you've lived in is now going uh, through your head. Yeah, scary moments. Yeah, for sure. Do you remember? Do you still remember your phone number from? When you were a kid? Yeah, 274-9686. 772-0556. My grandma. And then it got changed to 0849. Uh, did, I, I mean, it wasn't it fun how you just knew in your head. Like area co- area codes. Too. They didn't even come out until... I didn't have to dial an area code until I was a teenager if I was calling anywhere in the greater Pittsburgh area. Right. And then they're like, no, you got to do it. And then they gave they we went from a 412 to a 724. We were like, what the heck? Our area code just changed? And we went from 201 to um, 973. What a time. Like, I always knew New York, 212. Yeah. Westchester, 718. Uh, 1010321. Remember that? (laughs) Call and collect. Kids, they used to run commercials all the time for how you could call collect. There was 1-800-COLLECT. Then there was 10321, and then they threw another 10 on top of it all of a sudden, and it was 101031. I'll see your 101031 and up you a star 69. Hey, now, you want to find out who just called you? <laughs> you could track them down. Star 67. Block your number? Yes. Ah. Star 67, dial your number, and they won't see it on caller ID. What a fun time. Ah, numbers, am I right? 2048, have you played the game 2048 uh, I told yeah, you about? No. I just started uh, subscribing to 1440, a newsletter. About what? News. Really? Uh-huh. That's fun. <laughs> See, we've got three uh, hours of content. 1071. 
I didn't even get to the story I was going to get to there. I'm not even going to say what it is because I don't know if I'll ever get to it, but I'll just keep moving around. Okay. Just going to keep moving around. Well, uh, maybe you could do it coming up next. Nah, we have something else to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we have to talk. Sorry, Bobby, if you're listening, we have to talk about trees. Universal <laughs> did something to their trees that is really ticking off some of the striking SAG-AFTRA people who are out there picketing, stuff like that. And I would just dirty tell you, move, dirty, dirty move. It's really bad for the trees too. I don't think you have to know a ton about trees to know this is not a good thing to do for the trees. So we'll get into that uh, when we come back. It is see something, say something next on Donna and Steve. Oh, hey friends, what's up, Stevie boy? Here for Chanhassen Dinner Theater. So much happening on their stages right now. It is Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, plural. In case you didn't know, that's because they have a bunch of stuff going on. I want to start with music concerts do you want to fill your summer up with music um how about this friday july 21st they've got vintage cruise a tribute to michael mcdonald kenny loggins james ingram and the icons of yacht rock baby uh they have abba absolutely fab uh that's coming up saturday and sunday july 22nd and 23rd uh if you want to look into what they've got going on on their concert stages you can check that out at chanhassendt.com. Get your tickets right there. That's where you can also get tickets to Jersey Boys, the show that everybody is loving. I am dying to see this. Lou and I are trying to nail down a date. We had a date, but then the date didn't work. And so now we're trying to nail down a date that we can get out and see it because so many people that I know that have seen it loved it. Uh, so you can get your tickets too. Maybe we'll see you there. Chanhassendt.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. It's where talk is fun and my computer just shut down. Oh, no, Donna, you okay. need that, though. Oh, I need this, though. I mean, that's I mean, just so rude. Doing? Sexist, too. It happened to the female's computer, not the male's. I mean, our computers. I'm back. To, oh, okay. All right, take a second. All right. Line of defense. Yeah. Didn't like being called sexist. Yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, I'm back. I'm back. The <laughs> computer's like, don't cancel me. I had to log back in. Now, listen, here we go. Let's get the show back on the road. Uh, If you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right. You're like a voice actor. Hollywood writers and actors have been accusing the studios of doing some underhanded things. But this is pretty low. They allegedly, supposedly, Mm -hmm. had the trees pruned on the sidewalks outside its studios in Los Angeles, which deprives people on the picket lines of very much needed shade with the temperatures topping 90 degrees. And they may have destroyed the trees in the meantime, or as a result. Oh, my God. To give you an idea of the pruning. I mean, this is is like when you get a really bad haircut and you go home crying. That's it. Yes. (laughs) It's when you hear like, oh, no. Uh Uh-oh, we got a bald spot, and now we're just going to have to... Even it out everywhere. That's that's what this is. It is. It's a tough look. And I look. I know some things about trees. I don't know all the things. But one of the things I've looked into here in the great state of Minnesota is when can you prune a tree? And it is never advised to prune it 
midsummer. Right. That's very stressful time. Yes. Especially if there's high heat. Right. And they said, we don't care. It's hot out here in L.A. We're going to prune these right about now. Oh, sorry. There goes your shade. Now you're sweating it up. Could it have been? I mean, maybe it was just a maybe benefit of the doubt. Maybe Universal's like, we just have to get these trees pruned. And frankly, we're not dealing with any show business right now. There's nothing going on. We've got time to do the other ancillary housekeeping things. So prune those trees. But they might not even have the right to prune them because they were planted by the city. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That's a problem. Man. But talking about the strike, nice one. Um, There is an actor, I guess you've probably seen on a bunch of shows who explained and we've said it before that most people in Hollywood are not rich and famous including him he said hey I drive a 2010 Mazda and I need side hustles to make ends meet then there was um, Mandy Moore uh, has received royalty checks from Hulu totaling anywhere from one to 81 cents so they're not making money, you know, the streaming wow. thing. Kevin Bacon uh, spoke to reporters also on the picket line. Um, not sure what they had to say, but that's awesome that you've got these big names walking with these people who aren't making a ton of money. Yeah. I think that's important. Um, I keep thinking back to what that guy, Barry Diller, not Phyllis Diller, said earlier in the week <laughs> saying... He was challenging the top executives and the top earners right. in Hollywood to take a 25% pay cut because he said it's the, the narrative you're hearing is you've got all these rich executives who are saying we can't, we can't give you what you're asking for. Meanwhile, they're loaded. Right. But he said in reality, the top 10 highest paid actors make more than the top 10 highest paid executives. So should they both be taking a pay cut to... As a, uh, not olive branch, but you know, just as a sign of like, all right, solidarity. Yes. We could all do a little something to maybe help this situation now. Yeah. This is, this is not good. I don't think this is going to end anytime soon. Um, Fran Drescher had said that the entire business model has been changed by streaming and digital and AI. And uh, it's a moment of history. That is a moment of truth. She says, if we don't stand tall right now, we're all going to be in trouble. Fran Drescher, she's been out there. She's been she's been obviously outspoken um, uh, about this. She's sort of the mouthpiece yep. for the for SAG-AFTRA. Um, but she's, you know, they, you get a microphone in front of her and she is not she's good. hiding her passion she's at all. Good. You know, she is really leaning into like, hey, this is not cool. This is unjust. Right. And then... Oh, go You know how the Screen Actors Guild Awards start, starts with the blah, 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 funny bit? Yeah. And I'm an actor. Yes. I thought they, they there's a campaign there that they could do. Yes. That would be. Yes. That could be a little bit more of the, hi, you've seen me in this show, this show, and this show. And you've also seen me working at Krispy Kreme. And, because, I, yes. and, and I'm an actor. You know, yes. That there, there's, some, there's something they could do. But I don't know if they can do that. Are they allowed to do that? Maybe I not mean, right now. I mean, I think they can promote the strike. 
Sure. They just can't promote their project. Commercials are allowed under the strike rules. Okay. Oh. Like video games, commercials, and audiobooks. Okay. Wow. All right. That's that's good to know. Um, um, yeah, I hope they get this figured out. I, uh, Kevin Bacon and um, Kira Sedgwick have were asked about, you know, the strike. And he said, you know, we're in a position to be able to negotiate a lot of these points that SAG-AFTRA is trying to win in their contract. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that someone of his caliber is speaking up. And I think we need to see more people on the picket line, like more famous actors. Let me shift to another story real quick before we run out of time. Um, If you've seen any of the headlines regarding the new Snow White movie or the upcoming Wonka movie, um, they, they don't have little people in the role. So like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, there was this shot and it was like, oh, those aren't dwarves. Those are like just normally CGI. grown people. No, oh, like yeah. full grown people. Like Hugh Grant, I think, he's, is an Oompa Loompa. He's an Oompa Loompa. So then uh, there is a, a little person. He is an actor named Dylan Postel, who used to be uh, at Hornswoggle in the WWE as well. But anyway, here's a little bit of him talking about like, hey, what's up? Why are we not? Get, what other roles can we get? Listen to him talk to Piers Morgan. So you're the funny little man who's been following. Now, they use CGI there, Dylan, to effectively make him into an Oompa Loompa dwarf. So now, what do you feel about that? Yes, sir. So now, now we're not only using CGI and spending extra money and, and funding for these movies when we could just cast dwarves in that role. Mm. Whether it be one dwarf or multiple, that, like they have been in the past, now you're taking at least one role away mm. or multiple roles away for Oompa Loompa characters, that that's what they were in the past. And and why, again, I go back to my, my, my stance on these roles, roles in Hollywood in general, are very hard for people of my community to yeah. get besides the elf and the leprechaun and this and that. So why are they being taken from mm. my community? Yeah. I, that's yeah. a fair point. Oh my gosh. You know? Absolutely. And he's, you know, suggesting, um, saying that progressive policies are the reason that the dwarves in Snow White are no longer dwarves. But meanwhile, you have a little person who was referencing himself there as a dwarf. Right. And he's like, what about us? Right. Like, what, what, how about our opinion on that matter? I right. think that was an interesting point. Oh, for sure. For uh, sure. With that, we're out of time for our nine o'clock hour because it's almost 10 o'clock. Uh, so, <laughs> Ellie, we bid you adieu and we thank you for your service. We bring in Zamboni next. He's got a dirt alert. And then we've got a little bit of music news coming your way. You're listening to Donna and Steve yeah. on my talk.